0: Welcome to the biggest, richest, and most exciting Christian podcast of the 21st century, Inside Live and Godliness. My name is Nuram Ihoma, and you're welcome back (laughs) to this podcast. If you've heard in previous episodes, we started a series in the month of October, the first Corinthian series. And we talked about how we're going to dissect First Corinthians 13. And we're going to pick every adjective that is used to describe the word called love and expatiate on it. And I would also be sharing my experiences on and my short comments on how I have failed to practice some of them, if not all of them. So you're welcome to this podcast. You're welcome to this wonderful podcast. If you're first time listener thank you so much for sticking <laughs> i said thank you so much for sticking. <laughs> thank you for joining us thank you so much for joining us if if you're a returning listener thank you so much for sticking along with us all the while long guys so i just realized that um on thursday 6th of october we turned two So, if you actually scroll down to our very first episode, we released our first episode on the 6th of October. How wonderful. How wonderful is it that we have run a podcast, we have listened to a podcast for two years. (laughs) I am... convinced that if i can successfully host a podcast for two years there's nothing i can't do in this life you can't tell me otherwise so thank you so much for the support for the love for the listens i've also received testimonies that is the testimonies have been heartwarming i'm like wow yeah i'm on the right track and god is definitely involved so guys you're in as always for a ride so how have we been doing how have you been faring if you've been online and you've been active um listening to news you would hear all the things that have been happening in nigeria how they just uncovered an illegal pipeline that has been going on for nine years <laughs> wonderful wow and things are just expensive on really expensive dollar is at a very high rate now so i know people are at the edge but i i just want us to Take our time and just pray for Nigeria. There is still hope. <laughs> the Bible says that for um in Job that for there is hope for a tree that is cut down. For when it sees water it will sprout. So there is hope for Nigeria. Don't think that there's no hope. Just pray for this country. Pray that the will of God will be done, especially in the incoming, <laughs> in the incoming especially in the upcoming elections. Just pray that the will of God will be done. And even as you're praying endeavor that you get your PVCs and that you vote, vote wisely. Vote without sentiments, vote without emotions. Check out the presidential candidates, check out their um, competence levels, check out how they've performed in previous times, and vote according to track record. Don't vote because they said you should vote. Vote with something in mind and something in view. But don't forget to pray for Nigeria as for me this week I'll just say that the Lord has been my strength <laughs> it's not been easy but the Lord has been my strength so we're going to delve into what we have for today the last time we spoke here we spoke on love is patient today we're going to be speaking on love is kind still from first Corinthians 13 Paul said love is patient and kind so I'm going to I'm going to um, shake some tables here and delve very deep, so that we understand the concept of kindness. Cause a lot of times we um, pass kindness to mean being nice. We think that being nice is a synonym for being kind. I do not necessarily agree to that. So, according to the Merriam-Webster's dictionary, um, when I checked the dictionary for the definition of being kind dictionary said a helpful nature um sympathy and forbearance to have sympathy and forbearance and when you hear forbearance forbearance also talks about patience so you can see patience is also appearing even in kindness and there's also another definition that goes to show affectionate and loving as being kind by the same dictionary when we check for the meaning of nice niceness it means to be polite to be pleasing to be agreeable mm. can you see the difference between these two definitions you know in this modern day you have to actually um you have to actually define terms because if you do not define especially the term called nice if you don't define the term called nice and the term called kind hey you would there would be a problem there would be a problem now we can from these definitions you just see that being kind is a fruit of the spirit it flows from inside to out you just cannot be kind like that it's something that has to flow from your heart you have to have a kind heart and then it reflects in your actions in how you show people mercy in how you speak in how you carry people along it just influences everything that that comes out from you or every of your action However, I believe that being kind is more of a public opinion or perception that a person can have of you. So they see that, oh, this person always smiles, oh, this person doesn't shout too much, therefore she's just, she's a nice lady. She's a nice lady. She doesn't make noise. She agrees to everything I say. She's so pleasing, you know, no, no, no struggle. She doesn't, she never disagrees, therefore she's, she's just so nice, she's sweet. So it's more like a public perception, and it's it's um how would I def- describe this now? You know, the situation where somebody doesn't want to stain their white, and eh? you don't want to stain your white, so that people will not think that you're something else. Yeah. So that's what I perceive niceness to be. You want know, to keep a certain reputation. Now, I believe that while while niceness can be easy to portray, I think it's difficult to maintain. Because one day everybody would surely see the stuff that you're made of. They would surely see your nature, and so yes, you can look nice. But when they not come to you, they'll be like, "Ah, is this not this girl that we thought that that is nice? She's not nice, though." And so you see, they have an opinion of niceness. Like from afar, you look nice because you are so agreeable. You are so you smile a lot. You are so wonderful but that niceness is not affecting your heart i am sure that you understand what i mean and when people think that you're nice it gives them you find out that when people think you're nice um it will i say it gives them the the courage to want to use you or the courage to want to trample on you because oh you're so agreeable and pleasing and just you know sweet therefore they would want to use you that's how people in the world just see nice people people that they that people that are pushovers that they can use and people that do not want to offend someone else a nice person is a person that doesn't want to offend the other party so i'm nice ah, i don't want to offend you so it won't look somehow they "Ah, say yeah is nice though however kindness is more of an offshoot of god's nature it's Um, The fact that God is nice does not mean that God is a pushover. The fact that God is nice does not mean that God doesn't have standards. If there's anything we know in scriptures, is that God is not tolerant of sin. He does not like sin. And he shows kindness even to the Gentiles. He shows kindness even to the unbelievers. But he does not change his stance. He does not change his standard. He does not change the fact that he does not like what he does not like. So, he's kind but you know he stands and this is the same mindset or this is the same heart that we must carry that yes we are nice but we have a standard yes we are nice but we have a stand and that is the same thing about love love is kind yeah love is beautiful love is is kind it wants to show you compassion but at the same time love is on like it's it's it has its standards so i love you and i'm kind but at the same time i'm truthful with you so i don't come to your face and i'm lying i tell you the truth but i tell you in a kind way that's why i said it will reflect in your words it will reflect in your actions it still does not mean that you now be gullible or you would want to bend your stand or you want to reduce your standard when you begin to reduce your standard or you want to change your values to show that you are kind then you are not really kind you are just trying to be a nice person and you are trying to conform to other people's perception of you and that's being nice that's when people begin to trample on you you become you become a um you become a two-sided person because you don't have a stance like what's your stance on this issue and james speaking in scriptures he said that with god there is no variableness or shadow of turning with him god is not trying to be agreeable or pleasing he knows that his way is the truth and you can either accept it or not but that's the standard for him he has put out himself to mankind he has given us jesus christ he has shown us his kindness by giving us the christ he has shown us his kindness by pouring out his spirit upon all flesh so after that whatever you want to do with that information if you now choose to associate with him fine and good if you don't choose to associate with him you bear the consequences for your action and that is just plain kindness he he's not trying to like agree with you. he's not trying to lower his standard a scripture that would um simply fit into this thing we're talking about or a perfect story that was stated in scriptures is of that woman that was supposed to be stoned and the people the jews brought her to jesus jesus, was, jesus when he saw them began writing on the floor mm. and of course according to the law in the old testament a woman that is caught in the act of fornication or adultery was supposed to be stoned to death but jesus looks up after they accuse this woman and just says a simple makes a simple statement he was without sin let him cast the first stone my lord and master, (laughs) he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. And the way the scriptures record this is very interesting because the scripture says that and everyone there began to drop their stones and leave from the eldest to the youngest. And then after that, Jesus looks at this woman and says, woman has no one condemned thee? And the woman is like, no, Lord, no one. And he says, neither do I go and sin no more. You see, the scenario that I just described now is something that in, um, in this generation, people have have tried to just manipulate to fit their concept and to fit their own status quo. So a lot of times somebody does something or people talk speak against certain things that are not right and people come up and say, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone and you'll just be wondering he who is without sin let him cast the first stone as if that is the only thing that jesus stated in the whole of that scripture meanwhile he who is without sin let him cast the first stone that is his kindness so don't kill this woman i understand that this is the law but i've come to complete the law i've come to i've come to fulfill the law so don't 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 hit this woman let mercy speak let my kindness speak so and besides, you people that are coming to condemn her, the only person that can condemn her is me. Because I'm the only one that has stood t- sinless. But they that are coming to condemn her, all of them have sins. But because everybody saw her, own, they, they are now coming, they want to kill her. So Jesus starts by saying, he was without sin, let him cast the first one. Everybody there, there's nobody that can say that, they, they, <laughs> that they've not sinned. <laughs> and as soon as anyone stood, Jesus would have probably brought up something to just show that one, that see, you can't say that you're not sinless here. so not only her needs redemption not only the woman that they came to stone need need redemption all of them there needed redemption and so when they left jesus is like has no one condemned the woman she's like no one he says if like i'm the only one that, that is allowed to condemn you and if i do not condemn you then you are free go he now tells her go and sin no more and that's where a lot of people tend to live out so yes his kindness has shown in the fact that nobody should hit you with the stone but his standard remains go and do not repeat the sin See no more that is kindness he knows jesus knows he's showing that i know i empathize i understand but repent but don't go back to this thing but there are standards to this thing see eh, personally i've realized that the desire to i have um i can't say i have this desire but sometimes the desire to um how will i describe this now that would really understand the desire for people not to see that i'm not firm on certain issues so that like the desire to show people that see you i'm firm like this is my stand on certain issues can actually take away kindness from 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 me and the truth is kindness is not something you force kindness is not something that you say that oh mm, you must enforce it's something that flows by the help of the holy spirit you allow the holy ghost work to, through you you allow the holy ghost work through your actions you also allow the holy ghost keep you in check so when you're trying to do something and it's like okay this thing is not kind this thing is petty you listen to his voice now (laughs) you see this area of pettiness is something that a lot of us (laughs) a lot of us bow to we submit to pettiness just because we want to do that little thing that is in our mind we just ah, it to give you that utter satisfaction but according to the ghost, that is not kind (laughs) i have fallen into this trap god a lot of times help us i've fallen into this trap a lot of times where i know that this thing i want to say it's, it's not kind, but I just want to. I know it will hit hard, so I just want to say it. Let it hit hard. Angelico is like, Ioma, calm down. But then your flesh will now be doing as if you don't say that thing, eh? Oh, God. So, God has to help us to, to. He has to work it in us, and we also have to be intentional enough to listen to the voice of the Holy Ghost and just allow kindness be worked in our heart And that's why many at times these posts that people do all in the name of cruise this post of stay wicked guys we have to stay wicked folks um you know another day another wicked thing just a lot of posts these days that people peddle in the name of cruise and in the name of fun but it's just antithetical to a believer's standpoint and a believer's heart It it won't it won't help your heart a believer wants to stay wicked. Like, do you know what the Bible says about those people that are wicked? They run where no man pursue it. So, as believers, we have to be careful enough to be kind in our actions. Allow the Holy Spirit to walk in us because love is kind. It is kind in its actions towards people. It is kind in its approach towards people. And the only way that we can show show this love is by allowing the Holy Spirit walk inside of us to show that we are kind it's not by forcing it neither is it by trying to be very agreeable you don't necessarily have to be so agreeable to show that you are kind you don't even need to show that you are kind once you start trying hard to show that you are kind that there is a problem now i want to balance this by saying that when we say love is kind and at the same time it has its standards the holy ghost is the balance because a lot of times people will say okay love is kind but it's also truthful and it knows its standards and since niceness is disagreeable um since niceness is agreeable then kindness will be not so agreeable i don't know if you get what i'm saying and so they 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 now move to the extreme end where at every point in time they are always disagreeable guys you're not kind you're just being you're just being a pharisee and then there's this point where people are now like okay love is kind and then they move to the other extreme of being overly agreeable that's dangerous for you you become a pushover and you become a lukewarm christian that does not have stand that does not have values and that does not have anything worth fighting for so let's as much as possible try to allow the holy ghost to give us that balance when it comes to certain issues as kindness I also want to talk about kindness in words, which is another issue and which I've already stated here. I had, I've, like I said, I, I I had to struggle with my words. Um, Sometimes I just, you know, I'm this kind of person that when something happens, I want to say it as it is. Like, I want to say it as it is hot so that you, I feel like if I water it down or I don't say it as, as it is in my head, you wouldn't really feel the impact and i want you to come into the experience of what i'm feeling so let it boil Agbachef, let it cook inside me very well so that i'll pour it out to you so that you really feel me like you feel what i'm feeling so you'd really see my pain so that you come into my pain i want it to be sharp i want it to you know let feel it let it be spicy so that i can feel the slice hmm oh god 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 had to help me and god is still helping me because <laughs> the point is that i just want you to get a dose just a dose just a little drop of your own medicine but the only Ghost has just made me realize that that's not love and it's not necessary just go and walk your thoughts out somewhere you don't necessarily have to say it at that point in time you can process your thoughts and just allow god to help you allow god to help your heart and then come back later to speak in a way that that will not harm the other person especially if that person is somebody that you love you know many times when people begin to engage in disagreements let's say they don't agree on a certain issue before you know Um, people now enter into this thing where they begin to exchange words not exchange insulting words but they just begin to exchange words and before you know they begin to say hurtful things and they even forget like they forget that concept of love that okay we love each other but it's just this thing that is a misunderstanding and we can pass our thoughts without trying to hurt the other person but when they are now arguing you find out that everyone arguing is just they are arguing to just slay like the point of them speaking is just to kill you like bad as it bad make it bad let me finish you and that's not the point of love that's not that's not what you do to somebody that you love that's not that's not if you say you love somebody you must not allow your emotions clog you you must be rational and you must ask and allow the holy spirit to help you remember we said that kindness is a fruit of the spirit and that's why we have continually spoken about the holy spirit helping us in this situation in our dealings with men we must let love rule through kindness stop trying to think <laughs> that everyone is trying to show you shaggy, and so for every shaggy, there is an equal and opposite Shage for every bus, there's an equal and opposite boss that you're trying to give them as nigerians we grew up with this mindset of being defensive so you have already prepared something in your heart so that once somebody comes for you you are giving that person three times what they what 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 they came for you for that's not love especially if that person is your friend god have mercy on me i remember a time in my life where i just used to um i noticed my the shortcomings of my friends back then i was much more younger, so i would notice the the um shortcomings of my friends and i would keep it with the mindset that oh in case this person one day just decides to insult me i have something in bank it's like i was storing insults in bank for this person and the day that they'll come at me, I've already prepared so that it will—it was just like a shield. It won't be like I'm unarmed. I already have something in store for them. So you can't catch me. You you can't, oh, sorry about that. You can't catch me. Um, What's the word? There's something, there's a way that they put it. I'm always prepared. I'm like the Boy Scout. I'm always prepared. Like, I'm always ready for you. Anywhere you want to go, I would, I would want to go but i realized that that was not love that was just born out of my selfishness and probably my esteem issues that felt like everybody was trying to attack me or people did not like me or people just wanted to show me shege that's typical nigerian behavior that every nigerian needs to unlearn and every christian will need to renew their mind that not everybody that is facing you not everybody that disagrees with you is trying to challenge you not everybody that disagrees with you is you know trying to bring you down i think we need to we need to unlearn that if we unlearn that and renew our mind it will help in the way that we communicate with people it will help in the way that we pass information with people We we'll pass it more with kindness rather than with harshness yes you might be saying the right thing but how is your manner of approach is it kind is it in a way that glorifies god is it something that when you communicate the person will be able to get the message Sometimes because of the message, they might not want to accept it because the message of Jesus, the message of light is always threatening to people. But they can't default you in the way you passed the message because it was in a kind way, because it was in a way that when Jesus sees it, he'll be happy with you. So, as believers we need to understand that love is kind in passing messages especially if you want those messages to have a lasting effect and change in the lives of people in the lives of your friends in the lives of people that you call family siblings that you truly love we need to be kinder with our manner of approach and with our speech it's not easy but god will help us it's not easy but god will give us the strength it's not easy but god will give us the grace Last, I also want to say that we talked about how love is kind, but still kindness does not negate values. Kindness does not negate standards. Kindness does not negate things that you can stand and die for. I'm saying this because nice people have no values. Like I said, they are overly agreeable. They accept anything. They don't have anything that they can stand for. But the fact that you are kind does not mean that you should be flexible to anything and everything. As a person, as a human being, as a normal, civil human being, it is only right that you have your values. It is only right right that you have a value system that puts you in check. And as believers, our value system should match that of the Bible. Your values shouldn't be in contrast to what the Bible is saying. I end on this note. If Jesus could be kind to men, so will I. If the disciples could be kind without bending or watering down their doctrine, so will I. I will be kind in deed and speech with God helping me. I will be kind in actions with God on my side. I won't lie to you, there's always this temptation of wanting to just. out your heart about how you feel you know wanting to just allow this pettiness flow wanting to just let everything out but then if you let it all out what next you just find out that there's this void of silence and you have said words that you cannot take back words that people shouldn't hear words that shouldn't have come out i hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and may god help us to be kind through and through in thoughts in speech indeed till the next episode which is on tuesday thank you god bless you and love you all bye mm-hmm.